Hello, friends. This year, we are once again excited to partner with Pink Salt Riot to help you keep your word of the year close to your heart for 2023. Pink Salt Riot is all about helping Catholic women fill their lives with reminders of the truth. They create beautiful jewelry, gifts, and lifestyle goods featuring short, simple statements of truth with the hope that seeing, feeling, and using these items every day will help shape your thoughts and bring them into alignment with the truth of what God says and promises us in his word. Every January for just one month, they make custom jewelry and gifts featuring your word of the year. In addition to brand new updated versions of all of their word of the year necklaces and bracelets they've offered in the past, this year they're also offering an engraved Cherrywood word of the year desk sign and a word of the year journal with prompts for each month throughout the year to help you walk even more intentionally with your word. All Pink Salt Riot word of the year products are custom made and engraved in their studio in Oklahoma from gemstones, sustainably sourced wood and durable non-tarnishing stainless steel that will stay looking beautiful all year long. You can get 15% off your entire order at Pink Salt Riot with the coupon code AT15 at checkout through March 15th, 2023 at PinkSaltRiot.com. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, hello, dear friends, and welcome to season 12 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to be back with you for another season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. And we have people from all over the world on this walk together, and you are most, most welcome. My name is Sister Miriam James, and every week I'm joined by two of my very dearest friends, Michelle Benzinger and Heather Kim. And we speak about what the Lord is doing in our life, the movements of the Holy Spirit, what is breaking our hearts, what is healing us, and where the Lord is leading us to deeper relationship with Him. So wherever you find yourself today, wherever that is, you are most welcome. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Bindings Together podcast. Last week, we we had an epic episode. That was <laughs> that was quite an episode one for season Longest 12. Longest episode and, ever. Yeah. <laughs> It was great and lovely. So as we promised you last week, this week we're going to talk about our word of the year. So every year we pray about what the Lord is doing maybe for the coming year and what he's inspiring us to. And we, with the Lord, sit and just ask him to highlight what's the word of the year, a kind of a word that maybe envelops an overall theme for the upcoming year or a longing in our heart. And so we have not talked about our words of the year. So you're about to hear the same thing we're going to hear. So we're excited to, to hear about that. So, but first of all, uh, Michelle and Heather, how are we today? How are we? So good. Sun shining with you guys. I can see. It's great. See you. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Good. I'm excited. Glad to be with you all. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear your words and Heather, I'm not going first. Just saying, okay, go ahead, sister. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's true. We, we can uh, figure that out. So we've chosen uh, for our guiding quote and our scripture passage this week from Hebrews and also a quote from St. Gregory of Nyssa. And he says, he who climbs never stops going from beginning to beginning through beginnings that have no end. He never stops desiring what he already knows, which is ugh, so good. It's so like touches the eternal. And also from Hebrews chapter 12, verses one to three. And here's our guiding scripture passage for today's episode. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. 
For the joy that set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. Love that scripture passage. Oh, there's so much, there's so much in there. And the surrounding by a great cloud of witnesses. And I, I love this translation that says, and the sin that so easily entangles. Because doesn't it feel like that? It feels like that many times that the things like the brambles, like they just come around and ensnare us. And so one of the things we're going to talk about is, you know, as we lean into a word of the year and, and to see it unfold, uh, which is amazing to see the word unfold of how that, yeah, it's, it's at the end of the year, you're like, oh Lord, you were, you were about something really, really great. So mm-hmm. Heather, do you want to talk about last year, this year, you want to drop the beautiful word on the year, word of the year on us? What, well, girl, you do it. We, we're here for you. So this is a bit, little bit different this year for me anyway. One, it's two words, but they go together mm. and it started brewing. So are we going to talk about last year's word? Last year for me, the word was increase. I felt like the mm. Lord totally did that in every single area. Like I feel mm-hmm. like my ministry it has increased. I feel like clarity has increased. I feel like, yeah, the depths to which I'm going has increased. My relationship with him, just love for him has increased. Like I, I just feel like that was so right on in every single way. This word for my my new word of the year started brewing a few months ago, sister, when we were in Louisiana at a conference. Oh. Mm-hmm. And my talk that day on the Sunday was like, you know, it was supposed to be like the sending forth talk and whatever. And I get this thing about idols. And I was like, Lord, that's not really joyful. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. not really that fun, mm-hmm. like to end a conference mm-hmm. on. What are we talking about? You rocked it. Can I just say, man, that was like so good. Thank anyway, you. Go but there was like this stirring of like, it's so easy to look at other things that are going wrong in the church, right? It's so mm-hmm. easy to look at like, oh, all the failures of the church and all these, you know, different abuses that have happened and failures in leadership and uh, what's happening on social media. And we just go, oh, burn it down, Lord. Just burn it down, mm-hmm. like burn everything down to the ground. But we're not willing to often look interiorly and say, Lord, burn it down in here. Mm. And and this, this, I couldn't shake this from that talk that I felt like the Lord just gave me this word, but it was like a personal word as well. Like Heather, there is an idol that you have here and I, it's time to burn it down, like to let it be burnt down. So that's where it all started. My word of the year, I'll just tell it right now is mm. totally fire. Totally fire. That is tell us, of the year, which tell. is kind of funny because. If you don't know, it's kind of like a common term amongst young people, like, oh, that's totally fire. If something is really awesome, they say it's fire. And so there's like that going on, which is kind of funny. Um, But then this other thing that the Lord has been stirring. And so the scripture that I also got leading up to this was when Jesus says, I came to set fire to the earth. Oh, how I wish it was already burning. Mm. And all of this stuff has been whirling around in my mind. And then I was visiting the Herbex. And I was sitting there with Rachel and we were having a laugh because of this thing that she found in her dad's office. And it just had this question on the front that says, why not become totally fire? And so we're laughing about it in like both senses of the totally fire. That's so awesome. And then the Holy Spirit fire. And the more that I sat with it, it turned from laughter to like this really serious thing between the Mm -hmm. Lord and I and him saying, Heather, why not become Mm -hmm. totally fire? Uh And then the more that I thought about it, I was like, oh, that sounds really fun at the first glance. It's like, yeah, let's become totally fire and we'll go mm. out there and it's like Pentecost and fire the spirit and preaching and teaching. And like, I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm in it, you know? And then I started to go deeper into like what starts a fire. You have to have something to burn. 
for a fire to start. And then it went back to the idols thing. I'm like, it has to start with idols. Like if I want to become totally fire, like a, a consumed by the fire of God, that fire begins with refining. Mm. That fire burns away what is not holy. And so mm. all the scriptures are just like <laughs> just running through my head, like about the coal that touches the lips so to purify, like all of those aspects of fire that really aren't the fun part yet, but that's where it has to begin. And even the burning bush, how it was a fire that consumed. And and God often comes like in this, you know, the, the pillar of fire that he He led them, you know, with and lit, lit up the, the night with. Mm. There's all of these things that I'm like just beginning to step into, which I cannot mm. wait to unfold throughout the year. But I'm also ready to hold, start a whole movement called... Why not become totally fire? Uh, so get ready for the t-shirts because I, I, t- I was just gonna say I can see t-shirts and coffee mugs right now. Shake this, and the more that I that I sit with it, I just am going really. What what's the alternative? What's the alternative? Like to becoming like not become totally fire. So what does that mean? And in every way, every time I've sort of like stepped into that, I'm like, it's, it's mediocrity. It's just sort of like halfway. It's like, yeah, I'll just burn a little bit. I'm, I'm, but then I'll get burnt out. Like, you know, just all of these reflections on, yeah. When we're not, when we're not consumed by it, like it's just leads to like a half-hearted living. So that is my word of the year. And I can't wait to unravel it more. I feel like I'm just beginning to step into it, but I'm also not deceived that it's just going to be all about the fun preaching Pentecost. Let's go with the fire of God. Mm -hmm. I I feel like there is a very serious burning down that the Lord has already begun within me, a purification, repentance. So good friends. And, and, and yeah, I think there's a lot more to come Mm. with that. So Mm. I love it. I love that you discern that. I mean, you could feel the inklings of that even from that women's conference because that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, if you asked me to guess what your word would be, I was thinking, consu- I thought about the other day, I was like, Heather's will probably be consuming fire. That's what I was thinking about it because you've been <gasps> talking about Are it. Are you serious? Yes, because yeah. you Are talked you about serious? it in Michigan. Remember? We were talking about it when we were together at the lake in Michigan. You know, mm-hmm. you were talking about like consuming fire and that scripture mm-hmm. may burn it all down. So, yeah. Yeah. And like all these pieces were, it was sort of like little breadcrumbs. I wasn't thinking word of the year and I wasn't thinking any of that. It was just within like the last like three weeks that everything sort of came together and the Lord was like this, like this is going to be something I want to press in with you this year. Ooh, he's going to refine, give you some new wine, girl. There you go. (laughs) A little fire. I want to put out the question and the invitation. Why not become totally fire? Totally fine. There are women's groups right now <laughs> that are already putting in orders for coffee mugs and sweatshirts and, t- and t-shirts with that on it and like all the kind yep. of things out. Seriously. No, yep. I know. I appreciate Heather that you, you're willing to admit like both sides of that. Like you said, it's, you know, it's not going to all be like, Hey, rah, rah fire. It's going to be like, Ooh, this is hot. This is burning away. Pope Benedict talks about that, you know, the, the love of fire transforms us and it's a painful burn, mm-hmm. but it brings us to become who we truly are, totally of God and totally ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's that, mm-hmm. I think that's the fire you're talking about. So I appreciate your honesty in both of those. Cause you know, mm-hmm. that's going to happen and, as it should, right? Because we need it. Mm-hmm. 
I just want to end with that quote, sister, because I have it sitting right here, and it was just my little ending thing. From Space Salve 47, here's Benedict the Sixteenth. He said, Some recent theologians are of the opinion that the fire which both burns and saves is Christ himself, the judge and savior. Mm. The encounter with him is the decisive act of judgment. Before his gaze, all falsehood melts away. This encounter with him as it burns us, it transforms and frees us, allowing us to become truly ourselves. All that we build during our lives can prove to be mere straw, pure bluster, and it collapses. Yet in the pain of this encounter, when the impurity and sickness of our lives becomes evident to us, there lies salvation. His gaze, the touch of his heart, heals us through an undeniably painful transformation as through Mm. fire. Mm. But it is a blessed pain in which the holy power of his love sears through us like a flame, enabling us to become totally ourselves and thus totally of God. And my little addition. And thus, totally fire. Yeah. Totally fire. We we, we love us in Pope Benedict. We do. All right, sister. Mm-hmm. You're up, girl. Let's go. Okay. What's I'm your up. word? I'm, I'm in the batter's box. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I So last year, my word of the year was secure, which I could see was incredibly providential. And I thought about it throughout the year. And actually, I mentioned in the last episode, just some graces the Lord gave me on a recent private retreat. And that word secure, like the Lord is like, I'm doing what you asked. I'm fulfilling mm-hmm. that desire mm-hmm. of your heart. And it was at the end of the year. I mean, it was so providential and so fitting. I just was like, oh, I wonder where you're going to go this year, Lord. And my, it's very simple, but my word of the, my word of the year is honest, honest Mm. and not in like contrast to dishonest. But I, when I think of honest, when Jesus says, let your yes mean yes. And your no mean no, Mm. and not like, oh, this is who I am. So I'm just going to be honest with you. But St. Paul in Ephesians saying, speak the truth in love. And when I was looking at just definitions of honest, I just, I just want to offer them to you because just interesting, even the connotations, like if you go to dictionary.com, so it says honest, free of deceit and untruthfulness, sincere, morally correct and virtuous, fairly earned, especially through hard work and simple, unpretentious and unsophisticated. And then the origin of the word comes from an English word, which actually has the root word of honor, mm. of honor. That's so good. And so to be honest is, is honoring ourselves and others. And Jesus does that. He, he is honest and it's, it's like that. It's simple. It's unpretentious. It's. It's, yeah, speaking the truth in love is letting your yes mean yes and your no mean no. And yeah, just for all the ways in my life that I've been afraid to tell the truth because I was afraid of being abandoned or I was afraid of people not Mm. liking me or I was afraid of my own self of like making sure everybody else is okay so I'm okay, which is my own, you know, broken attachment. And the Lord's saying, "I, I want you to, that's the security. Like we talked about our words build on each other. And before you can live in honesty, you have to live in being rooted and grounded in love. And so I see the Lord rooting me and grounding me in love so I can receive myself as a gift and be self-possessed in that regard. And then in that regard, be an honoring to myself and others by honest, not just my words, but my whole, I, I, yeah, just my whole way of being. So there you go. It's honest. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, and I think it is so profound in such a time as this for you to have that word, because I think Mm -hmm. you are coming into a time and space with your voice that that you are a truth teller, but the good thing about you as a Mm -hmm. truth teller, some people think like, Oh, a truth teller. Oh, they're going to tell me what I don't want to hear. And I don't think that is about you. I think you tell people the secrets of their heart. You translate Mm -hmm. the Lord's mystery, mysterious love for them. 
you tell them like that, that with you bring words their hearts ache and you actually give them a language to speak it also. You give them permission mm-hmm. to go into the dark places and say it's okay, going to be okay. I've been there, you can go there too, and you're telling the truth because you've been there and you have the roadmap also. Mm-hmm. You know, not that you're an expert or you have arrived. But because, but it was interesting. I just was listening to an interview with Jessica Alba and her company is called The Honest Company. And she said, I wanted to Mm -hmm. create something that was pure and simple and good. And she kept on saying Mm -hmm. this because she said, for my children, for my children, I wanted to create this something that was pure and simple and good. Yeah. I love that for you, friend. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I feel like a part of that is like the truths that God has been unfolding to you in the secret places. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been unfolding to you the truths of who he is mm. and the truths of who the Holy family is really, especially as well. Like, and I've, I've seen the fruit of this often, but in Advent, I was watching one of your Instagram live videos for your book on oh, behold. Man. And you were talking about St. Joseph and you were so moved like to tears when mm-hmm. you were talking about it. And I was like, Sister, I just loved that. I told you this, but I I loved that so much as I just stared at you. It was so beautiful what was happening because you were unfolding this, the the honest truth about who they are and about their presence and about what they have to offer. And I was just like, oh my gosh, look at this girl. Look Mm. at her. (laughs) It was glorious. I could, I couldn't stop staring at you. I was like, look at the truth and the wisdom that is just pouring, not just out of your mouth, but it was like out of your heart. Like it was so, I was like, we can lose touch with what is real and what is true so quickly in this world. It's like the veil has become so thin that you're seeing through it in certain places and you're able to offer that to people for the things that we can't see very well. Mm. Amen, friend. Oh, well, thank you both. I, oh, I just received that. Thank you so much for each of your insights. I'm very grateful. So, yeah, thank you. All right, Michelle, my dear, wonderful jubilarian. Um, yeah, so jubilarian. my word of the year was interesting because a week ago, I'm like, I don't got a word here. Like, what's going on? You know, like I was like, I was kind of like clueless about it and really taking it to prayer. And the Lord was just stirring. I actually had a notes on my phone, things, different things that have been coming up. And Lord, where did you want to do? And two years ago, my word was Lorian. And I love that from Lord of the Rings. I think it's been one of my favorite ones. And so I was like, okay, there's something about that. The Lord, I was like, can I choose one of my words from two years ago and bring it back? Because, yeah, And I was like, okay, what is it about that word that was so striking to me? This past year was Jubilee. And I was like, okay, Lord, well, the last month of this year is pretty much stunk. You know, my father passed away. There was a lot of things that different things happened with my kids. There was multiple things that happened consecutively at the end. And I was like, I'm not feeling very Jubilee-ish. And it was so interesting when I was praying in Holy Hour, the Lord said, it is Jubilee. The last of the ancient ruins are being falling down for you to rebuild Mm, it is the Mm. new time for you to rebuild that is what jubilee is and Mm -hmm. in no way shape or form i feel like the lord was freeing me from my father i don't think that was it at all but i was thinking the lord was like right a new season a new generation is about to be come in different generational stuff is about to come into freedom that hasn't been there before and our Mm -hmm. a really good friend of ours monica had a really beautiful prophetic word that she sent me last week and it was just very similar so that being said, I was really just praying. I was like, all right, Lord, what is it about Lorian that was so gripping to me? And it was a place. And the Lord's like, 
it's a place. Your word this year is a place. It's an actual place. And there's a book by Christy Purifoy called Placemakers. Absolutely love it. It's one of my, it's a beautiful book. And she's talking about people that create places for other people to behold God's beauty and truth and goodness. And they're called placemakers. Mm. And that is such a theme with me because I feel like Heather and sister are both going and traveling more. And I've actually done the opposite. I've like, let me be rooted. Let me mm-hmm. be anchored. Let me just stay and pray. Let me be home and still going to do things here and there, but very rare. And don't feel like that season mm-hmm. is supposed to end anytime soon for me. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a desire for it to end for me. Like I like being home. The Lord's like, because in the next season you're on a, I felt like he was saying you are going to create a place within yourself and with others. Like this is the new season. So that being said, just the healing journey that I've been on, mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, what is it that you're asking me? And he's like, I want you to go back to the original design. That's what I heard in prayer. Like the original design mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. for you. Because there's things that you didn't get as a child, and they're the, the I'm redeeming and restoring, but you've forgotten what your original design is. And like going to design school, mm. like what my form and function is, like what's my passion, mm. what mm. how was I formed, all that kind of stuff. That being said, my word of the year is Eden. That is the place, the original garden is to go back oh, there, you know, and for a place on. for the Lord just to restore. The original design in me and to reawaken the original design in me. It was really beautiful when I was praying about it. And Holy Hour, Lord, is he goes, Eden is not just a place outside. It's a place within you that needs to be unleashed because Eden was untamed. Amen. And un- like there's something in me that needs to be unleashed. Mm. Like that hypervigilance are the part of me that's controlling because I don't want anything hurt. The Lord's like, you have to let that go and let me allow mm-hmm. my original design, my original purpose to be able to come into fruition. Like, I've got this, mm-hmm. Michelle. Like, you don't have to hypervigilant me. I've got this. Mm-hmm. I'm in control. And just realizing that in Eden, that Jubilee promises can come to a full fruition because it's the beautiful exchange. It's my comfort and coping me- mechanisms have to be exchanged for God's ways. You know, his presence over production, like all those different things. But there was something about it, especially when I was praying through the word, that I was going like as the beginning. For us as Catholics, the beginning of our sacramental life is baptism. We are baptized into the family mm-hmm. of God. It's priest, prophet, and king. And I've really been praying about that and the power of water because if there's anything that can calm me down is to walk towards the water. As soon as I see water, there's something about that. Chris is like, whenever I'm moody, he's like, baby, just go walk to the water. Like it, it's a, it will cure a multitude of sins in my moodiness or anything else. So just walk to the water. And I was like, what is it about that? You know, the water. The Lord was really just, in my mind, he was just really kind of speaking to me that for me, it's priest, prophet, and queen, not king. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. really to show me how to rule with him in that domain but to really come into the fullness of just the sacramental life and to really allow the church to mother me in ways that she has not before and to allow, give her permission, mother church, the Holy spirit to really mother me in ways and to really look at the different areas that have created false Edens. Like Heather, you're talking about the idols. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's like, Oh yes, Eden and will be beautiful. Like we have garden and apples and trees and all this kind of stuff. And Lord's like, no, you need to go look at these places that you created false Edens. You look, you mm-hmm. need to look at the places that you aren't in communion with me. You need to look at the places where you're not communion with yourself, with your husband, with your children. That's what restoring Eden looks like. And so saying all that, I was looking above my bed. I have a 
this beautiful wooden quote above my bed. And the title of the quote is called Restoring Eden. And I was like, I just saw it yesterday. I'm like, okay, yes. like Captain Obvious I see over what here. you did there, Lord. Yeah, I see thanks, what you did thanks. there. Okay. Yeah, I see that, Lord. You know, right over my marital bed. Here so you go. Uh, restoring Eden. And this beautiful quote. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And so I was like, all right, Lord, you know, here we go. But I think he wants to restore Eden and all of us and go back into mm. the garden, you know, in its fullness and beauty. Mm. Love That's it. a good word. Mm-hmm. That's a good, so good. Yeah. Also running through my head is mm-hmm. um, Amanda Cook's Eden's Which has been song. my favorite song, Heather, this whole year. Like I've sent it to you like a hundred times. <laughs> Have you heard the one where she's just sitting at her piano <laughs> where it's like version. not all the extra stuff? Yes. Acoustic version every time. Acoustic version Anybody every else? time. It's got to be your one thing. You have to have that as yes. your one thing. Yes, it yeah. actually is. <gasps> yeah. Heather, look how prophetic you are. It is my one thing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You make Edens out of Wastelands exactly. is the line she just keeps repeating over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, I've been marinating in that oh my goodness. song for a while. Uh, uh, when I was praying about it, I was like, uh, you know how Spotify says you're at the end of the year, most listened song. I was, was just going to say that. Stop it. This is so weird. Anyway, go ahead. I was just thinking that very thing. Sorry, go ahead. Eden. And I was like, I'm like, okay, Captain Obvious. Look that at, is so Look funny. at the banner over your bed. Look at your most placed song. And I'm like, oh, you did have a word for me, Lord. Oh, okay. Thank that you. That was your most placed song? Yes. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. What was yours, sister? Do you have one on your mind? What was your most plays, played song? It was a country song. I mean, but I was going to, my one thing is my song number three, which is the best song, but I'm going to wait to the one thing. Okay. But okay. I had like mostly country, but, but yeah, but there's a really holy one at number three, which I'm glad to have, share that as my one thing. I'm, I'm, what do you want? I, I, I'm raised on country music. What do you do? That is awesome. I just want to say... I'm like blushing right now. Um, I want to say that, Michelle, I love especially what you said about restoring form and function. And I, I, I love that you think, you know, like the form, like Christ is the form, like philosophically, like what is a form of the essence of what it is ought to be, like form and function. And and so it necess- necessarily has to go back to the beginning, like it, in all sincerity. Mm-hmm. And I, and I can see that I can see, I didn't like, yeah, we didn't know each other's words of the years before we started speaking of this, but I can, for both of you, I can see what the Lord has been doing. And I could see how that would easily be both of your like words of the year respectively, because that's what the Lord has been doing. Like in your restorative Pilates in your, you know, somatic work in your sacramental work in your work with Chris and your marriage and your children. And I can totally see that. And for you, Heather, it's like the, yeah, the burning away of, like you said, things that were lost, it shouldn't have been lost. And like burning away of the false selves to to truly become mm-hmm. who the Lord created. Like I can just see it both in both of you. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah, go, Lord. Mm-hmm. So some people mm-hmm. might be like, if you haven't heard this before, you might be like, what is, What are they even talking about? Word of the year. Yeah. So I would encourage you to go back to listen to maybe one of our previous Word of the Year episodes where we talk about how to find your word of the year, why we do it. And essentially it's just a we'll practice post that, in the that show we notes. started. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it in there. And yeah, it's just a practice of like listening to the Lord and saying, God, like, is there something that you, a theme that you kind of want me to focus in on this year? And it just gives like a stake in the ground and an openness, an open door for the Lord to speak in a certain way and move in a certain way in particular. So some people do a word of the year generator that they found online and many people just sit and pray and open up scripture or ask the Lord to yeah, speak something in the quietness of their heart. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. And we, we just want to encourage you to, to take some time to do that. If you feel mm-hmm. so moved, there's other things. People sometimes do a saint of the year and 
some other things. But the hope is just as we begin this new year that we would open wide the door for Christ mm-hmm. to speak what he desires for us this year. And then that really is the movement beyond like making our new year's resolutions of better health and cutting out certain habits. And those things are all good, but to give Jesus a place to say, this is what I want this year to be about for you. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's beautiful. And I think also Heather, you mentioned at one point, and I think it's really important if you're in a small group and you're journaling with people, so you, you know, each other's words. So maybe as you share in your next small group meeting or what, however you do that, just to write each other's words down so then you can remind each other throughout the year and just even say, Hey, so how's that word going for you? Or what are you noticing? And then we can, yeah, it's just a beautiful way to also journey together of just keeping that in each other's heart as well and, pray, and praying for each other in that regard too. I agree. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Okay. All right. So, You're so, good. so we have a very important announcement to make, actually. Dun, da, 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 about, da, da. Yes. about our Lenten we do. Yes, we do. book yes. study. So this is really actually, stay tuned. I hope it everybody listened important. to the end. What if they didn't? Oh my gosh. Tell your friends. Tell the whole bunch mm-hmm. just in case they didn't listen to the end of this podcast for this very, very special announcement. Sister, do you want to do mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. All right. So... After much prayer and consultation, and it was really Michelle's idea, so let's just put it like that. But uh, we, <laughs> well, we said yes. We were it was like, like, yes, that's we're on board. That's a good idea. We have chosen. Actually, you know what, Michelle? We're just going to belabor this. Everybody's like, get on with it already. Why don't you tell the story? Because it came to you in prayer, and I love your treasures of the church. Why don't you tell the story and you announce it? Because I think that's you can give it the backstory better. Okay. People are like, y'all are gotten long winded on this podcast. But anyway, know, here we, we go. Have. We're just, we're, no. we're, we love you. We're out of practice. We're working on it. <laughs> this season on Abiding Together, Heather cries a lot and they're super long winded. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's going to be our new commercial. People. Yeah. yeah. So, so back in June, when we had just finished this uh, season 11, we were, I was actually traveling with my family up to Outer Banks, North Carolina, and I woke up in the middle of the night praying about the podcast, and I'm like, um, no, Lord, I really don't want to pray about the podcast. We're on break. I have other things to worry about right now. Like, we're like we're pausing. And I really felt like, okay, you know, we are, the Lord's like, there's something more that we want, He wants for us to journey with. And it was like, I kept on seeing, when I was praying about it, I felt like it was like the treasures of the church. And I saw this Mm. treasure chest in my prayer and my, like a picture came into my mind and it was like the treasures of the church. And he was showing me that the church is like a treasure chest and there's an abundance of treasure and that most of us don't even skim the top. We don't dig deep into the bottom of the treasure. And he has this beautiful inheritance that he's given us in this church and that we don't know the beauty and the mystery and the glory of this treasure. So you know, went back to sleep, went to mass in this little tiny, tiny church in North Carolina, like so tiny country church. So we walk in, you know, we go through mass. I go to communion. I kneel down after communion and I look up and underneath the altar, I kid you not, it says Eucharist that is engraved into the wood. And there is a giant treasure chest underneath the altar. Mm. And it came back to me, everything that I had prayed in the middle of the night. And I told Sister and Heather, I'm like, this is what our next season needs to be about of the uh, podcast to really dig deep into the beauty and the mystery and the healing power of the sacraments and the church that they're Mm -hmm. such a gift. So that being said, Sister, what is our Lenten book Mm -hmm. of study? Our book is going to be Be Transformed by Dr. Bob Schutz. 
be transformed. And that is his book on the healing power of the sacraments. And our desire is to have him on at the very beginning to his vision of how this came to him in prayer is stunning, but how the sacraments heal us, how the sacraments ultimately bring all of us into the one union with Jesus Christ. And you're going to learn things about the sacraments you did not know. If you know a lot about the sacraments, you're going to learn other things that are going to really open your heart and just bring you into the church and, and the womb of, of, you know, the, the mother, like Heather or Michelle was saying, like to let the church mother us and to heal us. So we are going to invite you to go ahead. You can get that book on Ave Maria Press and also Amazon. And so you might want to get it early because there's going to be a large rush for that book. But so Be Transformed by Dr. Bob Schutz will be our Lenten book. You can get it on Kindle, whatever way you want to, to journey with that. But we will go through that book week by week. And don't worry, we're going to give you the listener's guide. We're going to tell you what we're going to do each week. But we just wanted to give you a heads up, Ash Wednesday. Now, not that we want to start talking about Ash Wednesday, but it is a month away from now. And we want to, we, some of you have already been asking, so we just want to get that out there. So Heather, any other details, any logistical details? Yeah. Just if you're, if you're not connected with us on social media, or if you haven't subscribed to our weekly email, I just encourage you to do that. You can go to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com and you can subscribe there and then on social media and you'll get all the updates as soon as they're coming out about everything that we're doing mm-hmm. in regards to that book study. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to, it's such a great book and Michelle, thanks for well, thank the Lord for inspiring you. And thanks for bringing that to us. Cause I think it's, this is the real meat. Like this is the beauty. And I, I just can't, I can't wait to dive in as well and just see what the Lord does this Lenten season. That'd be so. great. The Lord has something for all of us in this journey. I agree. I agree. And right now the Lord has some one things for us. Yes. <laughs> so if you want to, <laughs> Heather, go. you want to share, you want to share your one thing? Okay, so my one thing is a playlist that I made uh, a couple months ago called Only Jesus, just because he's sweeping away my heart like that. And if you want to check it out, you can get it in the show notes. It's a Spotify playlist, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope it blesses you. Mm -hmm. Michelle? Mine is, it was already mentioned, but it is Eden's, and it's the acoustic version on YouTube. I wish they would put it on Spotify, hint, hint. But anyway, they have not yet, and so it is absolutely beautiful. Even the strings and the piano, mm-hmm. uh, it is stunning. And the whole, really, Amanda Cook's whole album has just been like ministering to me the last probably six months. It is like a stunning album. And also the book that I mentioned, uh, Placemaker, is by Christy Purifoy. It's a lovely book. I mean, it really is. It is very artistic and beautiful about people that are called to make places of beauty and truth and goodness. So, yeah, I'll post both mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. Sister, what's mm-hmm. your one thing? Well, this is amazing because my one thing is also a song, and we didn't even plan this. And my number three <clears throat> song on pla- on Spotify that was played many, many <laughs> times, just slightly underneath two country songs, but that's okay. It's a really beautiful one. And last year... <laughs> and that and that Jay-Z song you love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it was great. So last okay, year, number three, uh, let's go. Uh, last year, about this time, I chose a song by Sarah Kroger, and this time it is number three on my playlist. Was the song "Belovedness" by Sarah Kroger, and I I want to give a shout out to the Carmelite sisters in Alhambra because y'all are I love each and every one of you, and we were with them this summer, and they had like a talent show at one of the nights, and they sang like a hundred sisters sang this song, and it brought tears to my eyes. And no remember way. Sarah Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. It was so oh. stunning. And Sarah Kroger, she used to be at Steubenville conferences and she came to one of my women's sessions and she sang this song. And I remember Sarah singing. I'm like, that's a really beautiful song, but I don't think my heart, my heart wasn't ready yet to really receive it. But when the Carmelite sisters, a hundred of them sang belovedness, I was moved to tears. And I'm like, 
where has this song been my whole life? And I, that song was on repeat the rest of the year, a lot, literally, because I found it like halfway through the year and it became my number three song of the whole year. And in that song, Sarah says, you know, you've owned your fears and all your self-loathing. You've owned the voices inside of your head, but now it's time to own your belovedness. Mm. You know, he says, you're mine. Mm. I smiled when I made you. You're perfectly and wonderfully made. And I just... I just so know that place in my own heart where I've owned everything else except what the Lord says. And she's like, now it's time. It's time to own your belovedness. So Sarah Kroger, you are so beautiful, girl. I just, yes, I love you. love you, Sarah. You're such she a is. gift to the church and to the world. And we just honor you. And I just thank you for writing this song. She wrote this song personally. And I just want to thank you for writing this song. It has ministered to so many of us so deeply. So belovedness by Sarah Kroger is my one thing for the week. Mm. Hello, dear friends. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are praying for you as you walk through your also your word of the year and discern that. And we love you very much. And we hope you have a wonderful week. So until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend and leave us a review? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful coffee mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints in our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Body Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through the Patreon website, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as recipes, music playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information at patreon.com slash abidingtogetherpodcast. Thank you so much, and God bless you.